You're listening to the Elvis Ultimate Fan Channel Podcast, the channel that is devoted 100% to the life and career of the biggest selling recording artist of all time, with your host, Steve Francis. Yes, welcome to another episode from Elvis the Ultimate Fan Channel. My guest today is Elvis fan Kevin Higgins, and he's on a mission to get all the unreleased footage shot for Elvis on tour released for the 50th anniversary in 2022. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Steve. How are you doing? Well, first of all, uh, I'd like to thank you for taking time out of your Sunday to talk to the show. It's very nice of you. Yeah, no, no problem at all. I'm I'm always there to talk Elvis, anytime, anytime. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I said to you when I was setting this up that uh, I could talk Elvis 24-7. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think we all can, and uh, I think it's testament to the man that we are still talking about him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. 40 odd years after. Yeah. 40 odd years later. I'm, keep on, I'm losing track now. It's 43 this year, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And tell me, um, how did you first become an Elvis fan? Um, I was, um, there was four of us in the family. Um, I was sort of a late arrival. <laughs> or a mistake, <laughs> which. <laughs> and uh, my sister was basically 20 years older than me. Um, so she was a teenager in the 50s. Um, oh, what a, t- what a time to be a teenager. And my brothers were both, uh, there was about two years in between me, me other two brothers as well, and they were all basically bought up on 50s and early 60s music, so I wasn't born until 61, so, uh, but of course, from being a baby, I could, I'd constantly hear Elvis, Eddie Cochran, you know, um, yeah, everybody, it's like, you know, they were on the gauntlet of everybody in our house. It was, uh, we go into the 60s stuff, and of course it was the Beatles, and, and, um, my first memories of having, actually having and thumbing through, apparently I, I used to, I did smash an awful amount of 78s records when oh, I was. Oh no. Um, so how many Elvis ones I smashed, I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> it might not be best thinking about it anymore. No, it is not. But um, yeah, the earliest memories of music I would be um, definitely of, of her hearing Elvis. Um, his sister had like Golden Records Volume One and, and the Blue White soundtrack and Girls 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 soundtrack and everything. So I've yeah. that. And of course, and, everything else as well. And you know, it was like pop theory of music in our house. It was. Uh, uh, earliest memories of liking music myself was also a lot of people like um, the Monkees and Herman's Hermits and and uh, are your um, are your family uh, Elvis fans as well? Um, yeah, well, my wife's family's uh, mum is a big Elvis fan, and uh, that's how we met basically. <laughs> All right, right. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, um, we I was going to the Wolverhampton fan club discos at a time. It was um, back in 1980, that year after I came back from Graceland. And, um, yeah, I I met met the family there, and uh, one was a big Elvis fan, and a daughter was as well. And um, that's where we met, basically, uh, back in in 1980 at an Elvis disco. And, um, yeah, we got together, and we eventually got engaged in Graceland in 1985. Oh, brilliant. 
and um, also that's pretty much history. It's uh, yeah, we had our, our first born in 1993, and he happened to arrive on January the 8th. I don't believe you. That's unbelievable, isn't it? <laughs> January and, the 8th. And he was uh, he wasn't due to the 15th. Did you work? Did you work the name Elvis or Aaron anywhere into the into the his name? Na- his name is uh, James Aaron. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Yeah. So that's yeah. another thing you have uh, to be thankful for Elvis for. It is, yeah, uh, yeah. The, well, both my sons obviously know that. You know that. You know, without Elvis, uh, they wouldn't be here. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's for sure. That's for you sure. You know, well, uh, you know. Uh, without the Elvis disco and this meeting, obviously they wouldn't be here. And um, I've got we had our first granddaughter last year as well, and uh, he's thankful that <laughs> she wouldn't be here either. So, <laughs> and then by '68, '69, um, my earliest memory of actually seeing him was the BBC showing of the '68 NBC special. On thirty first wow. of, of July, nineteen sixty nine. So, it what a great what out. a great way to be the the first time to see him. Yeah, I mean, it took us out basically took us out of the decade into the seventies by seeing mm. that. Um, I do remember we had a family get together at New Year's Eve around the house, and uh, we had the main set in the front room, and we had a portable black and white TV in the dining room, and my my father at the time just refused to have him on the TV that night. <laughs> <laughs> so my sister, um, my brothers and me, we sat in the dining room and watched the 68 special. So that Oof. is very vivid in my mind. I, I mean, I was, what, eight years old? Yeah, yeah, what so a that, memory. That really started everything. And after that, I was, like, getting myself down to the, uh, down to the local record store, which was in walking distance. And I think the first single actually bought with my own money, pocket money, was um, early in 1917. It was Kentucky Road. Oh, yeah. Great one. See, that's my abiding memories as well, is actually waiting outside the record shops for them to open so she could get in and get the latest Elvis release. Yes. Yeah. The, 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 the youth of today don't know that. They just go onto their laptop and download it and that's it. Yeah, it's uh, it, was, it was definitely more physical and tactile in them days. I'm just... But even the album's just waiting to see what the album cover looked like. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. It was, uh, it was it was a nice experience, though, I think, then, from what they had from basically CDs onwards. Yeah, CDs aren't as nice, though, are they? They just no. they just haven't got the they just haven't got the character that the LPs have and, and singles. No, I, I have basically gone back to vinyl again. Um, a lot of people are. Yeah, I I basically stopped collecting the Elvis CDs at one point, and just if I do a vinyl edition, I get that. Otherwise, yeah. I just I just download it. But otherwise, I'll I'll I just, I just stick to vinyl now. And you've obviously been to Graceland. Yes. Um, I yeah. presumed you did. A little story about the first time at Graceland. It was in 1979. It was for the um, memorial tour. Right. Come on. Uh, with the uh, with the official UK fan club, and um, we, we can go back to about um, mid seventies now. Um, I was by that time um, 
buying Elvis Monthly every day. I was a member of the fan club. Um, so I could see they were taking members over to the States every year to see Elvis. And uh, I kept on saying to my parents, uh, can I go one of the years? Can I go when you're a bit older? When you're a bit older. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't wait to be old enough. He relented um, in about 76. He said, okay, you can go when you're 18. I'll take you when you're 18. Or you can go over with the fan club when you're 18. Not until. <laughs> so... Um, so 77 come along and I could see that fan club were doing the June tour to see him um, and I, I like pleaded and I pleaded the end of 76 for them to send me to see the June 77 yeah. tour but my, my dad wasn't having I mean, none of it at all which is you're not going on your own all over there at 16 <laughs> years of age <laughs> So that was the end of that one. So, and of course, oh, I don't you know, believe it. History caught up with with us. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So I was pretty devastating in August '77, to say the least, because I basically missed him by two years. Yeah. So it would have been Todd that was uh, Todd Slaughter, head of the uh, Euro, the uh, UK fan club that were taking the the groups over. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was Todd and all, all the gang and. Bob Bacon, who recently passed away. That's right, yeah. yeah. Um, and Todd uh, actually got to, to meet Elvis, didn't he, in, in Indianapolis on the last evening of the uh, the tour? On that tour, yeah, yeah. It was, um, yeah, it was all organised by by the Colonel for Todd. And um, um, I remember Todd saying, though, that Elvis, uh, he, he looked, got up close to Elvis and he says he didn't look, he didn't look well. Hmm. Well, I've actually asked Todd to come on, and he's agreed. So Todd will be on in the next few weeks. So oh, I'm looking I'll, forward yeah, to that. That'll be interesting. Todd's got so I talked I talked to Todd a lot, to be honest, at the moment, and uh, he's got so many interesting stories you, you would not believe. <laughs> great, great. I better set aside a few hours for that. <laughs> yes, yeah. I think it might be a multi-part, multi-part one week, Todd. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, so you you have been to Graceland. When when did you finally make it? You say 1979. Yeah, 19, yeah he he did hold true to his my, my father. God bless him. Um, yeah, on the uh, on the memorial tour in 1979. Of course, Graceland was totally different then. It was. Uh, but it wasn't open to the public till '82. It was wasn't it? open the, to the, public the house. Basically, it was just stand at the gates, and then in you know in the mornings you can file up file up to the meditation garden and. And um, yeah, I think we did the uh, we did the candlelight one. I think yeah, we did the candlelight as well. Yes. Oh right. One of yeah. the very early candlelights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's really it's it's very 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 big now. The candlelight, isn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah. Huge. But, and you uh, went to Sun? Did, did you go to Sun Studio and and? and yeah, we uh, did the full tour. Tupelo. Tupelo uh, Sun Studios. We had the um, motorcycle escort into Tupelo and. Um, um, they also dedicated the, um, you know, the chapel at Tupelo. Oh yes, that was the that year was, that dedicated. That was, um, so we had all of the Elvis's friends there and everything as well. So uh, Janelle McComb was there, I think. Janelle, Janelle McComb was, yeah. And um, I got to meet uh, Catherine Westmoreland and Charlie, Charlie okay. Arch, and quite a few. And Billy Smith was there, and so we all got to meet them and chat to them and. And uh, Kathy Westmoreland sang My Heavenly Father at the opening of the chapel. Oh, lovely. But yeah, that was a really good tour, to be honest. 
must have been very emotional when she started singing that. Oh, very, very emotional. Yeah, she's just a fantastic voice, especially live. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of news, isn't there, at the moment, that uh, that's the way it is, is going to be in cinemas uh, or movie houses uh, for our friends over the water on the 22nd of April for one night only. Yes, that is that is good news. Um, well, it's good news because I haven't seen it for 19 years. The last time no, I saw it on the big screen was no, 2001. Yeah, I saw the uh, 2001 remastered uh, edition at the cinema, and that, that was a good experience. I think I think we meant for a few days, to be honest. <laughs> Now, so, as far as we as far as we know, it's just the the 2001 um, remaster again uh, showing yeah. on the 22nd of April. Now, of, of course, the, the the big bugbear with a, with a lot of fans was the the, the uh, exclusion of I just can't help believing and uh, Bridge Over Troubled Water. Yes, that is a shame because I mean they only showed them when they originally showed it on TCM. They showed it just after they. They showed some remastered editions of them four songs. Right. At the end, straight after the showing. And, of course, obviously, you recorded them. Plus, they've had video recorders and that. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if they included them in this this new screening now on the 22nd? Yes, it wouldn't have cost them anything, really, just to re-edit back them four songs, to be honest. I'm wondering what the... Uh... What the reason is, is it, is it something to do with copyright, maybe? It's always something like that, isn't it? There's, yeah, there's always some sort of um, reason that they're not including songs like that was with Elvis on tour, that Johnny Be Good was having problems. Yes, right. They inserted it all shook up instead, didn't they? Uh, yeah, it was, um, what was it? Uh, I think it was Teddy Bear, uh, Teddy Bear Don't Be Cruel, I think. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah Don't Be Cruel. Yeah. 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 It was the medal. So. But wasn't so as good. Wasn't as good. Nowhere near work, as good. Obviously, because obviously um, it had been re- it had been edited norm originally for Johnny B. Good, so it just didn't go. <laughs> yeah, it, it just looked like two separate entities. You know, like you were watching something and then just playing a record in the background. Yeah, yeah I think a lot of the problems with that's the way it is in Elvis on tour now is stemming from copyright problems and yes, and paying paying various people. Uh, and that that actually moves us on to the main topic, because um, you're a man on a mission, aren't you, to get the unreleased Elvis on tour material released? Oh, definitely. It's um, we go back to well, about two years now. It's been since the Searcher was Searcher came out. Yeah, it would be two years. Yeah, 2018. Yeah. yeah. Um, I heard that we're going to include some unreleased material, although it, it did end up that we didn't. Hardly got we got a couple of minutes. <laughs> yeah, wow. Um, but the couple of minutes we did get of Elvis singing "Burning Loving" rehearsal at the end of March in LA was awesome, really. To be honest. Yeah. Anything, anything unseen now is awesome. I mean, wow, that that quality is superb. I mean, I mean, you know, how much more are they not showing us now? It's well, let, let, let's just uh, take it chronologically. Um, it was a it was the first tour of 1972 yeah. after he'd done the normal January February stint in uh, Vegas. Yeah. He did obviously the recording sessions, which were filmed as well. The fake the fake uh, recording sessions were filmed for Elvis on tour after he'd done the proper sound recordings. He, he did another session to make it look like he this was the recording in, session. In story, yeah, it was a couple of da- da- day or so after his actual That's recording right. session. Um, yeah. So I think everything was still set up. And, 
the charts were all uh, that for them. And it was a it was a it was a fifteen city tour uh, between it started in Buffalo on April the fifth and finished uh, at the uh, Tingley Coliseum uh, on April the nineteenth in Albuquerque. In Albuquerque, yep, sure did. Now, uh, t- taking taking that first uh, the first one on April the fifth in Buffalo, we've now found out that that was actually videotaped for reference. Yes, it was. Um, I think it was Robert Abel or Abel, whichever way you Yeah, Abel and Adage. Beer Adage. Whichever <laughs> yeah. country you come from. Um, it was actually did the filming himself. Um, he got a Sony, um, Sony Portaback video um, in black and white and uh, videoed the whole show apart from, I think it was the end of, uh, it was either the end of, um, Hound Dog and the start of Bridge Over Trouble Water was missing just basically mm-hmm. because cause he had to change cartridges. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, that was that was sold at auction a few years ago. I've seen some of this footage on your Facebook group. Yeah, it is. Um, it is pretty much uh, a lot of it is long distance footage and. It's quite so, sharp, though. It's, it's quite sharp. It's, it's not too bad. It's sharp, and it's 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 clear. And also, I think being black and white footage doesn't tends to make it a bit clearer as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. you get you get that feeling of being in the crowd. I think more with that footage. Like yes. You know, in the crowd. Yeah. So, it was more um, just to get the the the, the logistics of uh, the Elvis show. I, I think they then had to go to uh, Colonel Tom Parker. And show him this, and, and ask permission. Could we carry on with the project? I think I remember reading that Jerry Hop- Hopkins put that in one of his books. Yes, yes, yes. They are, everything had to, obviously had to go through the Colonel again. It's um, the Colonel. You know what the Colonel was like. It, it, <laughs> yes. Like, what, what was going on with Elvis? Um, he wouldn't. He didn't like them getting too close to him, and. Uh, Especially interview-wise, I think, uh, which this is another point to make during the making of the movie that Elvis did give some really in-depth interviews for the movie. Yes, he did after the filming, didn't he? I think May time was it. Um, uh, yeah, it did one. It did one during the filming of the rehearsal. He did a video one. Um, he, he looked a bit, a little bit uneasy on that one. I think probably because it was video footage. Mm. Um, the other one was uh, done. Was, was he, Probably May, May or June, pinpointed it down to, um, and it was done in, in a dressing room in uh, at MGM. That's right, his old dressing room actually. Yeah, his old dressing room. Um, I think I it's think like I think it's likely to be May because did he not go to Hawaii to get a tan and everything ready for yeah, it, uh, it, when it, he was it, doing it, the, it, the other tour it, and Madison Square like, Garden it, as well? Yeah, sort of like May, I should think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then, the, then there was like a, a break. Uh, April the sixth, they were in Detroit, uh, Dayton, uh, Knoxville, uh, and Knoxville. Two shows actually in Knoxville on uh, April the eighth, and then they picked it up again with the cameras. And the first one to be filmed, I think, was Hampton Roads on April the ninth. It was, yeah. Um, back to that. Um, say April the fifth, Buffalo, and April the sixth, Detroit. Um, yeah, Dayton. Um, there's been some footage come up of Dayton backstage that's been floating around for a bit. 
Because um, that the one where he's talking about? I think he's talking about uh, Burning Love. Uh, that was done um, just before. Um, if I remember, that's just before Jacksonville. Oh, is it? Oh, right. Yeah, when he walk, right. he walks into it and the, 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 all the guys are sitting around and he's laughing and joking and. Uh, oh yeah, and he, he pours uh, water over the Lamar. Before him being being a bit small in that room. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, and he pours water over Lamar, doesn't he? He does, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was just just before Jacksonville in the matinee in Jacksonville. Um, but um, yeah, um, I mean, a lot of people have said to me, uh, so you know, why do you like Elvis on tour so much? Um, above, uh, I always said I, I prefer Elvis on tour above. That's the way it is, which probably caused a few eyebrows. But, <laughs> I love that's the way it is, um, but I feel that there's the real Elvis in Elvis on tour. He's out there on tour with his fans. Yes. I think Elvis did know that there was a lot of hierarchy in Vegas and the gamblers got to see where they were sat, basically. And the fans, you know, had to pay dividends to get down to the front. And he yeah. he knew that, and so I think a lot of the crowd were gamblers, as regards fans. Yes. So I think yeah. Elvis on tour, you see, Elvis playing to his fans rather than he um he, he wasn't he he was never easy with the dinner show because people were still eating and drinking and yeah. so forth. He was he was always more comfortable with the the midnight shows in Vegas. Yeah, no, I think I think you find more of the um, midnight shows were more full of. More of fans rather than the gamblers. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so um, Hampton Roads was there, there was a matinee and there was an eight thirty p.m. show. Were both of those uh, filmed? Because one was a red pinwheel suit and the other one was the blue nail. Yeah, um, yeah. We've got. We I must have twenty photos of cameras on stage and at the front at the matinee as well. Yeah. Uh, People have said, oh, perhaps, perhaps they were just testing, perhaps they didn't film, but I mean, you, you know, you don't send eight, ten guys out into a concert no. arena and not actually. No, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't look a camera, you don't look a camera around and not film. No, <laughs> no. Uh, and the, the shots we've got are all through the show. They're not, you know, there's, there's basically a shot just before he does trilogy and there's a shot here and a shot there. And they're all different angle shots as well. They're not. Yeah. Just well, they had, they, had, they had to use multiple cameras because, again, they were running into the problems of their cassettes, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the magazines of films running out, and they didn't want them all to run out at the same time, so they were always filming on a staggered basis. So there was always a complete uh, record of the, the, the concert. Once, yeah, they were, um, they were 11-minute reels they were working That's right. with. Yeah. Um, then, yeah. So obviously they would stagger them, so basically they would never run out during the show, which... Mm. Then yeah. again, says to us that what shows they did film, the footage is there. Uh, moved on then to Richmond uh, on April the 10th, uh, just one show, uh, 8.30. Uh, again, the red pinwheel suit and, and the gold attendance belt. Uh, again, that was filmed, if the records yeah, are, that are correct. That, we, we pretty much think that is there in its entirety. And obviously, have, we've got a few minutes. We've got... Um, We've got part of the Until It's Time For You To Go and a little bit of Let Me Tender in the finished film. And we've got a few a few clips while they're doing Suspicious Minds, I think. Yes. 
But uh, uh, apart from that, there's... Now, this, 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 this is an interesting one because the, ne- the next day they were in Roanoke. And yep. this is where Elvis is actually filmed on his plane, isn't he, with the, the, the floral guitar? Yes, it was, yeah. Yeah, the man at the time, um, he actually, he was the chap who owned owned the florist shop as well. So it was, <laughs> was handy. It was actually his company that made the guitar for Elvis. <laughs> and um, I think uh, El- Elvis felt a bit, he looked a bit, a little bit awkward. <laughs> yes, he did. And, and, the and, then he, and then unfortunately he accidentally breaks the guitar, doesn't he? breaks he? the guitar as well. <laughs> and then yeah, he's uh, carrying me back to old Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that mayor, uh, he, he passed away about 1975, I do believe, about three years oh, yeah. after that clip. Yeah, he was he was mayor up until that. He actually passed away while he was he he was still mayor. Right, right. So, if the cameras were filming on the plane, would it not make sense for them to film Roanoke uh, concert as well? So that could be one that's in the can as well. Yes, yes, it could it could be there as well. Um, I mean, if you're going back um, a few months ago, uh, did you see the um, interview that one of the magazines did with Jerry Schilling on? No, I didn't. Um, was that about? It was. It was talking about the upcoming um, UK tour of uh, of the uh, Royal Philharmonic shows. Oh yeah. And at the time, we were supposed to be getting unseen footage in the shows. And it was talking to Jerry Schilling about about Elvis on tour and everything. And, and, and Jerry did make a statement saying that we filmed seven shows. Right. In that tour, I've only got five on my notes here, definitely, yeah. so there you go. Yeah. I mean, for years we thought just four. Um, we do know definitely that he's four in just multi-track uh, sound as well. Uh-huh. Uh, but um, the other three shows are, you know, we've got, well, we, we definitely think the matinee at Hampton Roads is, is there. Um, okay. But uh, the other, the other two, I'm not sure uh, which ones they are. But I, I would sort of, um, I would sort of lean towards possibly Jacksonville, maybe, and also uh, I think Little Rock, because um, we've yeah. we've got members who were there at Little Rock, and they said there was cameras down the front and there was cameras on stage. Oh, right, so, right. Um, because after 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 Roanoke, we have uh, Indianapolis and uh, Charlotte, and those aren't being down as, as as any filming whatsoever. The next one is Greensboro on the fourteenth. Yeah, Greensboro is uh, there's quite a bit of footage in the film for you. Greensboro, obviously, we've got trilogy, and we've got Funny How Time Slips Away, and and Bridge Over Troubled Water, and uh, yeah, great a great version of uh, Bridge Over Troubled Water. Uh, he's got the royal blue fireworks suit on and the owl belt for that one. Yes, yes, yeah, um, yeah. There's been a lot of what's it about the uh, about the actual colour of that suit <laughs> in the fan club magazines and all sorts of recent times. But yeah, it depends on the stage. It depends on the stage lighting at the time what it looks like. Lighting, yeah, it makes it look. Um, and it's also over the years. If you see the concert, this suit now, it it looks purple. Basically. Oh, <laughs> right. 
I saw it. Uh, yeah, I saw it. I saw it when it was uh, over on the Elvis on tour uh, exhibition in London, and it it definitely looked purple. <laughs> oh nice, yeah, very odd, very odd. Because I always thought it was like a very very dark blue. Yeah, yeah. You see, you see it under the actually in its case, and it's definitely purple. But uh, say then it could be the stage lights that make it look. Blue. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's a, there's a there's a big gap after the Greensburg uh, Coliseum. Uh, there's Macon, uh, two shows on on the uh, on the fifteenth. Uh, Jacksonville, two shows in Jacksonville, and then you are, we were just talking about Little Rock, weren't we? Yes, we were. Yeah. Um, going, going back to Macon, um, we've had um, we've got another member uh, who was at Macon matinee show, and she was filmed actually. Um, Summing through her uh, program. All oh, right. By the MGM crew in the auditorium. Wow. And um, she did say there was cameras around the auditorium, so whether they just filmed the crowd at the beginning and then stopped, we're not sure. Again, you know, would it make sense? But who knows? Strange decisions have been made. Yeah, but uh, you, you'd wonder again whether Macon could be one that's been filmed. Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, if, if we could shuffle back back to Charlotte on April the 13th. Oh, yeah. There is uh, definitely filming in Charlotte because um, there's actually a blink and you miss it part of Charlotte in the actual film. Um, during, uh, I think, uh, you know, the fans, fans section in the middle um, where they're interviewing fans and... Oh yeah, uh, you got. I've loved him for nine years, and everything. And just after that section, you see, you see Elvis lean down into the crowd, and it's Charlotte. Ah, right. Well, there you go. Yeah, the cameras are there, Charlotte. So yeah, there's yeah. There's a bit yeah. of possibility with one of the other two concerts that Jerry Schilling has mentioned. Um, the uh, footage in the back of the car when they're talking about the rocket launch and all that—that yeah. that is obviously Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah, they've got before before Jackson before the show, and they've got after the show as well. And that's probably the matinee, the two thirty. That yeah, yeah, it's got the. Yeah, uh, that's what. And he, I mean, he even says hot time in Florida. So, yes, he does. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I mean, one of the Jacksonville shows could have been filmed as well. Yeah, um, that is shame because looking at the Jacksonville shows, um, we've got our iconic photo of them, we from Jacksonville. That was used on the front of Madison Square Garden album. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, the, the, the white, the white, the white pyramid show. suit, isn't it? The it white is, pyramid yeah. suit, I think. It yeah. is, yeah. Where he, in the evening he went back to the uh, to the blue when he wore in Hampton Roads. That's right. Uh, now, according to my notes, the last show was the penultimate show on April the 18th because they finished at the Tingley Coliseum in Albuquerque on the 19th. So on April the 18th, it was San Antonio. Yes, San Antonio. Yeah, yeah, we've got uh, quite a few a few songs from San Antonio in the finished film, but we've had a few songs service since with it. Um, I think um, nearly a complete um, CC rider has serviced on the bootleg circuit since from that show. Actually, RCA uh, officially released the, the audio of the concert on the box set Up Close. A few they years did, ago, didn't they? They did, yeah, yeah. It wasn't. Um, and, and it's uh, actually, it's, it's actually, it's actually a good concert, actually. It is a very good concert, and um, um, I don't think up close is like what absolutely. I'd like to hear it remixed, to be honest. Yeah, 
like they did with Madison. But um, but yeah, it's nice nice to have at least one show from the tour. So. But uh, yeah, the um, where are we San Antonio. So yeah, we've had on the bootleg circuit since we've had uh, CC Rider, of course, um, Proud Mary, Never Been to Spain, and Burning Love were in the movie, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. some of the introductions as well. Remember rightly. Um, since um, there was a reel auctioned off of Graceland, a few reels auctioned off of Graceland a few years ago, uh, which included footage from San Antonio. I don't know whether you saw them on YouTube when they were floating about. I saw that floating around, yes. Yeah, there uh, was... I, uh, I, wish, I wish I'd had the money. <laughs> <laughs> they were... Um, they did have a big watermark across the middle of the screen, which was really oh, weird. Did they? But, um, but he did show that part in Suspicious Minds when he, he's down on one knee by the crowd. Um, oh yes, it's and the rest, pretty, pretty much the rest of suspicious minds as well, and it's pretty priceless that. And also on that footage is for the good times, yeah, as well. So uh, yeah. So this this all this all leads to oh yeah, I was going to say actually, there's a photograph, isn't there, of the producers standing in front of uh, a wall, and on the racking on the wall is a whole load of Elvis on tour uh, tape boxes. Yes. Yes, and uh, the times which is very have, intriguing. Very intriguing. Times we have spent going good trying to find the good, really good quality photographs that were taken of that, and basically zooming in on with magnifying glasses and all sorts, <laughs> trying, <laughs> trying to decipher what's on the tape boxes. And we've got a few of them, and we, we, we've seen. Um, if I remember rightly, I'll put some notes here. I think um, we've definitely got Charlotte written on those. We've got we have. A couple of them have got uh, Renault uh, written on them, but we can't see them right afterwards, whether it's Renault uh, on the plane or whether it's concert, we're not sure. And uh, definitely, I think I can make out Macon. Um, Going back to the tape boxes, there's also one with Vegas on it. Oh. Um, Which brings us... Back to the footage which has escaped of Elvis uh, backstage at Vegas in, um, where are we, uh, August, September 72? Right. Season. And he's um, he's messing about trying on a, a silly fans toy, Elvis toy. Oh, I know the footage, yes. Yeah. yeah. That's just before he went on stage opening night. And just before he was presented with the gold record for uh, Madison yeah. Square Garden. Yeah, I think they yeah. were. I think what the film producers were trying to, they were trying to tie in because um, they'd filmed obviously the press conference at Madison. That's right. Afterwards, I think they were trying to tie in that bit of footage with him getting the gold record from Madison for for the rest of '72, yeah. and sort of yeah. tied in towards the end of the movie somehow, but. Um, but uh, a lot of the uh, publicity shots from on tour, if you go through all the black and white publicity shots, there is a great deal of publicity shots from the Vegas season. It's got oh. Elvis on tour underneath them. Elvis is in the two-piece That's suits right. with the white jacket, and the shots are extremely clear. Um, which begs, did did they film the opening night as well as backstage? I mean, why why? Why fly all the way to Vegas just to film a few minutes? 
Yeah, doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Um, so whether that is part of a show of Vegas there, and I think which would be interesting to see because seeing Elvis in a two-piece suit perform it, it's going to be different. Yeah, we we've got some eight millimeter shots of that, but uh, yes. professional yeah. professional footage it would be great. It would definitely. So this all points towards an awful amount of material in the can that we haven't seen for Elvis on tour. Definitely. Um, and you're you're a man on a mission to try and get this uh, re-released, or not re-released, but some of the unseen footage released by the 50th uh, anniversary, which is obviously 2022. 2022, yeah. Um, yeah, I say ever since seeing this search of footage, I thought, you know, something's... We've got to push for it now because um, you've got a lot of the older fans now that are sort of <laughs> my age upwards who, you know, we're not going to be around <laughs> in, <laughs> if they decide to release these things in 20 years' time. We might not be around. And they, they're, going to, they're going to lose a lot of, uh, <laughs> you know. Well, uh, you know, they're doing this uh, for that's the way it is on the 50th. They're going to have to do something on the 50th for Elvis on tour. That is the key time to do it, I think. If they're going to do it, they'll have to do it within the next two years. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll say there's been a lot of um, talk recently, um, especially with the concerts, um, having unseen footage. And that, um, there was obviously uh, that interview with Jerry Sheen. He says there's a lot of unseen footage from That's the Way It Is and Elvis on tour in the upcoming concerts. Yeah. Um, then all of a sudden, the last minute shows in the States were cancelled. Um, they weren't given, we weren't given any reason why they were cancelled. Um, and then, and then we got to our November shows in the UK and there was no one seen footage included at all. So I mm. think the, basically at the last minute something happened, whether yeah. it's contractual, I'm not sure with, with Warners or, but um, I think they definitely were wanting to include new footage for the shows. But. Yeah, unfortunately, it sounds it sounds an awful lot like contractual and money as well. Of course, always money always comes into it, doesn't it? That's it. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's that's the way it is. Isn't being shown in the states either. It's only being sh- shown in England and no, Europe. No. Um, I think I think that's just because of the. Um, I think it's like the shows. The shows do better. The arena shows do better in the UK than they do in the States. The 1968, I heard uh, a lot of people in the America saying that the 1968, when it, that was shown a couple of years ago in the movie houses, that wasn't well attended in the States either. It wasn't, no. no. We had, um, on the first uh, 68 showings we had a couple of years ago, um, we did well over here. I mean, the one I went to was pretty packed. Um, yeah, my uh, the the showing we went to it was just shown one one night uh, August the sixteenth and it was uh, it, yeah it was full completely full. Yeah, it was yeah yeah. Um, but Elvis unleashed last year. Whether it was too soon, I'm not sure whether it was too soon or whether it was too it was too alike the sixty eight. Yeah, yeah. Well, people it, couldn't differentiate between the two. Fans. Yeah, um, I think if it's if it's a casual cinema gather who who's into music and everything and sees that oh. They've been to see the 68 one, and then a year later they pull out Unleashed and say, well, it's basically the same stuff. That they're not going to go. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think you're right. I think, you're I, th- right. I think that's the way it is. Obviously, we'll, we'll do better for that reason. Is that it's the first time it's been shown for like 19 years. Well, I, I'm I'm booked up. I booked out the day it came out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're booked up to go over to uh, uh, Telford. Right. right. Telford. Me, 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 and my wife are going. Uh, she, she, she was, uh, she was salivating over Elvis in the nineteen sixty eight special as well. She says he was goddamn good looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, yeah, I went with my family to the sixty eight one as well. Um, they, they, they thoroughly enjoyed it as well. So everybody applauded at the end. Yes, yes, they did. They did at ours as well. So it's, it's, it's nice. It's nice to have that atmosphere at the cinema. So I hope it'll be that's the way it is as well. So you've you've got a group, haven't you, on Facebook called Release the Elvis on Tour Footage? Yeah. What, yeah, what can uh, what can other fans and what can our listeners do now that they they've heard this? Basically, it's just getting just getting the uh, campaign out there. Uh, I've told everybody that join the campaign, but share share our page to that their other their other pages, their other Elvis clubs. Um, because you amazed how many obviously um, the Elvis pages are out there in the world. Yes, there's an awful lot. Yeah, and um, and we, we we when we started off, I, I was happy. I think the first couple of months we were up to two or three hundred members. Uh, now we we're pushing, I think, four four thousand seven hundred now. Wow. Um, wow. Last year, the well, last six months apparently has, has gone. It's gone, gone a bit crazy, to be honest. We've sort of got out there. But I'm going to say we have been on the radio. Well, yes, I did it there on Caroline um, a couple of weeks ago. And um, I'll say we've been on John Cabinard's radio, uh, Elvis Memories, on a Sunday evening. We've been on twice. We went on last March as well. And um, so that's that gives us a bit more, the campaign, a bit of a, a bit of a head start. So obviously we get we get members through that. Um, but you know, it's just getting involved and uh, showing you photos and stories about Elvis on tour, um, and sharing. To be honest, and uh, obviously I'm I'm doing my bit, you know, contacting, uh, pushing, trying to push Warner Brothers, contacting who I can at Warner Brothers, and and you have know, you have you actually heard back from anybody like Warner Brothers or anything like that? Um, we've had a couple of uh, what's it. Uh, Way back from Warner Brothers. Um, trouble with Warner Brothers is they're uh, they're not they're not that keen on doing back catalogue things anymore. Mm. Um, whether it's because of streaming these days, or um, you know, but they have to be pushed to you know to look into back catalogue things. Um, but um, yeah, there is a couple of, of guys at, at Warner Brothers who are, are very interested in looking into it. So, but what I say we are going through that sort of thing at the moment with them. So, but because uh, e- e- EPE I, I, really really have no bearing on this anymore, do they? They don't have any say in this. No, no, because obviously they don't own the rights to any any of the Elvis on tour stuff. Mm. Um, or, or that's the way it is stuff at the moment. It's, it's still with with Warner's. So, uh, which is definitely warners that people have to, you know. So, you know, you get the local, if you, you find the local, your local office of Warner Brothers in your, your own country and just basically pester them. <laughs> yeah, that's, an, that's another good idea. We want to yeah, see yeah, any, any, of our, any of our listeners listening now, if they can yeah. do that. 
But I, th- I think um, from what from what I gathered from talking to other people as well, that that, that they are getting the message at the moment, especially after the last few months. Uh, good. But I think if we if we can make that's the way it is a good success over here. You know, they can see some sort of figures coming in from it. Um, then it, you know, go up as well for two years' time. Because it's now they have to start thinking of if they want to uh, redo Elvis on tour at all, they've got to start it now, basically. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, because it, it, it would need a good uh, re-edit. Just the film itself would need a, re, you know, a good re-edit. Uh, a lot of the dead wood you need to take out. I mean, as as touching as he is, you know the old fella speaking to the uh, the cameraman about where Elvis comes in and all this. I did, and all feel, that. I did I mean, feel sorry for him. <laughs> <laughs> but that needs to go, unfortunately. That needs to go. I'm sorry, you know, if it's uh, if it's forty odd years later. I mean, uh, the popcorn machines need to go and things like that because we don't need to see the popcorn machines. You know, all that, all that. If you if you got rid of that, you could have you know like another half hour or more of Elvis, couldn't you? Well, yes, definitely. Um, obviously, um, I mean, the Elvis on tour footage has been revisited uh, before, um, and we had the lost performances. Yes, that's right. Um, where with Ted Turner, then obviously the rights were, uh, but they did give us quite a bit of footage there. Obviously, we had uh, a bit of un- quite a bit. Of, oh, that's the way it is. Footage on there as well, didn't we? Yeah. So, um, but obviously they have been put through. They, they've been remastered then, as well. So, uh, but uh, also uh, Jerry Schilling did mention in, in Memphis that he, um, when he did the searcher, he sat for a few hours in Warner Brothers going through footage. Mm. Um, but obviously, you know, they go through footage at Warner Brothers. Um, they don't just pick out the two minutes they use and remaster that. It would be too oh, no. much, much too costly. Um, obviously, they just pick the whole reel and remaster it as they go, and then just edit out what they need. Yeah, and then they can use that for future reference. But that, so, so that's that's been what, two years ago. Hmm. A lot of the footage has been remastered anyway, so, so there's a lot of work there. There's a lot of work lot there of to work, be done. Um, but there's no um, said a lot of the remastering has been done recently, so. So that cost is out of the way. So it's it's more of an editing job now. So we're asking everybody to share the group, uh, release the Elvis on tour footage, uh, yeah. pester uh, Warner Brothers as much as you can. If you if you know anybody in Warner Brothers, then pester them as well. Yeah. And, see, and let's let's get this happening because you know time is running out now. In more ways than one, time is running out. Yeah. We've got to show Warner Brothers that there's money money. That the bottom line with Warner Brothers is money, obviously. Oh yeah, oh yes. yes. Companies. Yes. So you've got to say to them, this is going to make money. Um, it doesn't matter how you do it, uh, but obviously don't make the mistake that TCM made. You, you don't put a new remastered film onto the TV straight away before you release the DVD. <laughs> no, no, big mistake. <laughs> that, that was like. Um, financial suicide really <laughs> yeah yeah no the, whoever whoever did that need shooting <laughs> um obviously you just i mean if they want obviously streaming is the, the way they make their money these days um mm. but i mean there's some big streaming channels on out now i mean they could do a lot worse than to approach people like netflix now 
to do a, yeah. a series, a, a documentary series on Elvis on tour. Yes, brilliant and, idea. I mean, I, I've seen loads of different documentary series on, on Netflix. Um, the footage is there for them waiting for Netflix to go through and just... I mean, I mean, Warners could charge basically what they wanted to Netflix yeah. for those. Yeah. And it would it would get streamed by fans everywhere. Oh, of course, of course it would. Over and over would. and over again. And then later on, they could they could put some physical product out. You know, so it's just making Warners know that that that's, that's they are still sitting on the gold mine. A lot of people say, "Oh, yeah." And it, and there is there is there is, an, there is an there is an there is an audience to 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 see it. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, a few more years oh. and <laughs> there won't be an audience. Well, there'll be well, younger yeah. fans coming through, but younger fans, yeah. But um, you know, things things over years get forgotten, don't they? It's uh, they do. Yeah. But yeah, I I think it's just we will we will keep pushing until we, till we get something, and we we won't rest. <laughs> that no, no, and, and, and no, you shouldn't either. You shouldn't because um, it's very important that this this uh, footage gets released. Right, so all our listeners now know know what to do, what they need to do. Yes, yeah, just get on get on the page and swell our membership. So, I mean, Warners um, Warners can see the pages and everything. They can see what sort of demand that is for them. So you push our membership up, yeah, into more thousands and things. And think, well, there's a lot of people here wanting this. So yes, exactly. There's the market. Yeah, because they will. If there's a demand, then they will fill it. Yeah. Thanks once again to Kevin for joining me on the show today. You can contact me with comments, questions, requests and feedback on Elvis the Ultimate Fan Channel at gmail.com. You can also find me on Facebook and YouTube under the same title. This podcast can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Pocket Casts, iHeartRadio, and all other popular podcast providers. I hope you will join me next time on Elvis the Ultimate Fan Channel to hear more guests discussing all things Elvis. Thank you for listening. Elvis has left the building. Thank you and good afternoon.